If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up, a piece by Dan Alexander, published at Road.cc. Extinction Rebellion protesters have climbed onto the entrance of the National Cycling Center in Manchester to protest British Cycling's partnership with Shell. Two protesters displayed a banner demanding Get Shell Out of British Cycling and held smoke bomb-like devices. The video was filmed by Extinction Rebellion Midlands and uploaded to Twitter. Earlier this week, Extinction Rebellion Midlands accused the governing body of, quote, taking their AGM online due to the likelihood of vocal opposition to the partnership with oil and gas giant Shell. The protest group also advertised a critical mass ride which was held this morning in Birmingham to demand Shell get out of British cycling. Last month, British Cycling's announcement of Shell as a new partner on a deal that runs until 2030 attracted widespread accusations of greenwashing. There was outrage at the deal, with many now former members telling us they would not continue to financially support the governing body because of the partnership. One British Cycling member, a trained ride leader for the organization's Breeze Women Only Rides, said that the energy company, quote, stands for everything we everyday cyclists don't, while another who has belonged to the organization for more than a quarter of a century said that the sponsorship was, quote, greenwashing for them, plain and simple. At the time, then-CEO Brian Facer, who has since stepped away from his role, quote, by mutual agreement, said the deal would help widen access to the sport, support our elite riders, and help our organization and sport take important steps toward net zero. However, many were unconvinced and highlighted the fact that oil and gas still accounts for the vast majority of Shell's profits, with renewables and energy solutions making up just 6.3% of the company's earnings for the second quarter of 2022, as it announced a record $11.5 billion in profits. Next up is a piece from Reuters.com. French and Italian climate activists on Friday were blocking entrances to the Mont Blanc Tunnel in Chamonix on the French side and Cormayeur on the Italian side to raise awareness about climate change. The action that started at 11.30 GMT was carried out by some 20 activists from Dernier Renovation in France and Ultima Generazione in Italy, two sister organizations that belong to the A22 Civil Resistance Movement, the joint statement said. It was aimed at putting pressure on the French and Italian governments to act to limit climate change. Quote, We are blocking the road today to open a new route for tomorrow's children, said Luca from Ultra. Generation. Next is a piece published at dailyrecord.co.uk, written by Dan Vivers. Extinction Rebellion and Just Stop Oil protesters disrupted a glitzy awards bash for the energy sector in Aberdeen last night. 
eco-warriors staged a loud demonstration outside the Offshore Energies UK event at Aberdeen's P&J Live venue with drums singing and chanting. Around a dozen activists camped outside the self-congratulatory Shell-sponsored ceremony in protest against greenwashing, and they hit out at energy giant Shell's disgraceful nomination for an energy transition award, with Just Stop Oil activist Lee saying, quote, just 10% of their capital expenditure is being invested in low-carbon initiatives. How is that a transition? Instead of hosting fancy dinners, Shell should recognize that humanity is in emergency mode, another protester, 71-year-old former social care worker Jonathan added. The time for awards for oil and gas achievements is well over. They banged marching snares, bass drums, and tom-toms in a loud protest, while activists also held up no new oil banners. Another's placard read, Shell wins greenwashing award. Larger banners saying climate emergency and stop Rosebank, a huge new oil field planned off the coast of Shetland, were attached to barriers behind them. An OEUK spokesperson said, quote, We need to recognize and celebrate those who are pioneering through oil and gas, offshore wind, hydrogen and carbon capture to bring down emissions and boost homegrown energy sources. Here's another piece from Reuters.com. Munich on Friday said it would ban all climate-related gatherings aimed at blocking key roads and other areas for at least a month, a day after some activists glued themselves to the tarmac of the airport of Germany's third-largest city and disrupted flights, according to local media. The general order running from December 10 until at least January 8 is aimed at ensuring, quote, that the main routes for emergency and rescue vehicles in the city area are kept clear at all times, and to avert possible harm that could arise due to delays in emergency travel, the city said in a statement. It added that the events in recent days had made such action necessary. Climate activists took their protests against cheap air travel to two of Germany's largest airports on Thursday, including Munich, in the latest effort by activists to raise awareness by blocking runways and streets in Germany. Activists from the Last Generation Environmental Group in a statement called on the government to stop subsidizing air travel and expand cheap train travel offers instead. Next up is a piece published at dailyhive.com. Greenpeace was protesting mass extinction in downtown Montreal on Thursday, lobbying that we are currently in the midst of an event that, quote, threatens the very existence of humanity. At 7.30 a.m. on Thursday, Greenpeace unveiled a 46-foot-high banner in the center of Place V. Marie's 50,000-pound The Ring installation. The banner is separated into two illustrations. On one side, there are living and healthy animals contrasted with their skeleton bodies. On the other, Greenpeace Canada confirmed on its social media networks that it wanted to, quote, send a clear message to world leaders at COP15, protect nature, protect life. The morning protests occurred during the second day of the UN Biodiversity Conference, COP15, which is taking place in Montreal. The conference welcomes governments from around the world who come together to agree on a new set of goals to guide global action through 2030 to halt and reverse nature loss. On Thursday morning, a dozen Greenpeace activists arrived at Place Vimarie 
and use slingshots at the ring's poles to launch thin cables over the structure to hoist the banner. We dropped in at Montreal's Lanou to remind Minister of Environment and Climate Change of Canada Stephen Gilbolt and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and all world leaders at the COP15 for biodiversity that we are in the midst of a sixth mass extinction event that threatens the very existence of humanity, says Greenpeace's social post. The Canadian environmentalist activist group says Western thought views nature as an infinite resource to be exploited for profit, but that this skewed conception of nature has, quote, pushed many of our planet's life-supporting systems past irreversible tipping points. Greenpeace says Montreal's COP15 summit must make a turning point away from the Western world's extractive relationship with nature and pivot into a respectful one informed by indigenous wisdom and leadership. World leaders, we're watching you. The protest took place under the supervision of the Service de Police de la Ville de Montreal, who had dispatched several patrol officers there for the occasion. And finally for this episode... Another piece by Reuters. Environmental activists briefly blocked Paris's Champs-Élysées Avenue on Thursday in protest at what they called the French government's lack of action to counter climate change, notably inadequate levels of insulation in buildings. Some 20 members of Dernière Renovation, Final Renovation, sat on the wide boulevard, snarling traffic in both directions for around 10 minutes before being pulled away by police. In a statement, the group called on the government to launch a campaign for better building insulation, which it said could massively cut French carbon emissions. The building industry was willing and able to implement such a plan and, quote, all that is missing is a political will, it said. Nearly 5 million of France's 29 million residences are classified at the lowest of two ratings, F and G, for energy efficiency, and less than 7% are at A or B, a 2020 Energy Ministry report showed. Successive French administrations have announced insulation campaigns in the past decade, but critics say relatively little progress has been made, in part because thermal renovation of existing buildings is difficult and labor-intensive. The government is making it harder for landlords to rent out badly insulated buildings. Under legislation passed in 2021, homes using more than 450 kilowatt hours per square meter per year for heating, which covers about 90,000 homes, can no longer be rented out from next year. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at people revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on, People are revolting. I think you just nailed it.